Welcome back to the Weekend Warrior Show Recap Podcast. I'm Tyler from the Unemployed Architects. This week I'm going to be talking about my shows this last weekend. Friday night I played in Pontiac at the Relay for Life event, and Saturday I played in Champagne at Clark Bar. So, pretty slow weekend for me, really, because uh, Friday night I just had a 45-minute set. It was... I had mentioned in previous podcasts that I had a place up north that canceled a bunch of shows on. It was kind of last minute, so I couldn't really rebook anything, and this was one of those dates. So I was supposed to play in Pontiac from 5 to 5.45 and then play up in Morris after that, but uh, didn't didn't have the Morris show. So, you know, it's whatever. Uh, it was, I could have really probably used the cash, but, um, you know, what can you do? It was, it was kind of nice to not be so stressed out and, you know, rushing from one place to the next. But So Relay for Life on Pontiac was a, kind of a big event they do every year. I've done it every year for, like, ever. But uh, so it's, like, it, it started, it was, like, at the high school and in, in my hometown, kind of just outside, and people would walk the track while I played, and there was a bunch of other stuff, a bunch of ceremonies and stuff. And they've moved it to just downtown Pontiac, which is pretty cool. Go back and be kind of loud on the town square. I, I brought a very light setup since it was only a 45-minute set. And, you know, it's for charity, so it was just kind of an acoustic performance. Um, I got there, and there was, like, a municipal band playing on the stage. So I was just, I could have, like, waited and got on the stage and set up really fast and... And had to tear down really fast after for whatever was going on after me, but since it's you know I'm wasn't a big deal, so I just kind of sat set up to the left of the stage, just kind of did my own thing, took my time, didn't have much to set up, so that way I was just less stressed out. And then it was pretty hot out that day, but uh, so there I don't think there was as many people as there would have been if it was a little bit cooler, but. You know, it was a pretty straightforward thing. It was nothing too crazy. I was going to play mostly originals, uh, but get ready for the Colorado tour. But I ended up doing some, probably a little bit less than half of covers. And I played a little bit long because I didn't have to worry about, you know, tearing all my stuff down really fast and getting off for the next thing. So it was a good, it was a fun little show. It wasn't, like I said, anything too exciting, but... um, it wasn't a big cash cow or anything like that either, but uh, you know, it was it was fun. I just be, I think sometimes when you know there's no stakes and you're not being paid and it's just kind of it's just more for fun. So you have a lot more fun. There's not as much stress that goes along with it, and I really like made an effort to make that like a priority. So it was it was it was fun. I had a good time uh, and uh, got done early. Uh, they, they uh, the people that were putting on the ceremony. There's probably, I'd say like, 200 people there. Maybe, of course, not when I played, but right right after I played for like the other stuff going on. But um, their sound system wasn't working, so I ended up and let them use mine for the remo- remainder of their ceremony, which I thought was kind of funny that they had a bunch of crazy stuff set up all over, like uh, kind of carnival type feel some tents some food trucks stuff like that concessions very organized except for the sound which you know in my experience does seem to be like a last priority a lot of the time even though it's like you know if they if they didn't have the sound system nobody would have been able to hear all the other stuff 
But uh, it's just kind of funny, not a big deal. But I let let them use my stuff, and that made me kind of have to stay like way longer than I would have. I mean, I went around I was like Pontiac and saw some friends and some family and got some food and stuff. But I didn't get out of there till like nine. I probably would have left at like seven thirty or eight. I would imagine if I didn't have to do that. But uh, so yeah, that was Friday night. It was it was a good show. Nothing too exciting, but uh, fun because you know no stakes. I think that you know adds a lot. And then Saturday night we played down in Clark Bar, uh, which I talked about previously about uh, how they kind of shortchanged us a few times. But uh, ultimately, you know, I'm pretty sure it was just miscommunication because they booked us on Thursday for re- rescheduled shows the initial shows were booked on Saturday and I think they pay more for Saturdays than they do Thursdays but of course nobody told me and the person who booked the show doesn't work there anymore so um, you know that was a little discouraging Uh, but this show was actually pretty good and they paid us the full amount and I did a one mic set up with me and Lowe it was super nice outside this day they have like a little beer garden and it was, uh, you know, pretty breezy out, and uh, I had to work that day, so it was a little bit stressful on that front. I had to, like, I, I ended up staying way later than I had initially planned, which was, you know, a little frustrating, and then rushed home, and then rushed out, and we got there, but we were we were probably a little, little later than usual, but since I was just doing one mic and the JBL... So I do, I do like a condenser mic through my vocal pedal, and then I plug my guitar into my pedal board and plug it into channel two. But I keep the second channel on the JBL, you know, pretty low because the mic, the one mic, um, kind of uh, picks up the guitar as well because I keep it pretty hot, so that way I can kind of uh, use use like mic position for when I'm seeing quiet, when I'm seeing loud, and then Laurelin was there with me, so. You know, it's picking up two vocals instead of one, and you can kind of move. So when she sings lead, you know, she's kind of more in the mic, and I'm more in the back. And then when I sing lead, I'm more in the front, she's more in the back, and we kind of share it. But that is another one of those things, you know, I said the other show was like no stakes, and that was kind of, you know, stressless. And doing it this way was, you know, since there's not a lot of setup that goes on with this setup, um, it's super straightforward so you know i could probably get almost all the way set up in 25 minutes in this so even if i'm running late i can still you know have plenty of time to kind of chill before we actually have to perform was a slow start on the show um i mean there there were a couple people that were definitely there and like there was a table in the back that i think came specifically for us and there was another uh, group of two, like a couple that was, you know, very engaged like the whole time. The table in the back, they had seen us before for sure because I talked to them later, but they were kind of just in their own world. And I think with the setup I was doing, it's definitely more background type music. I mean, the closer closer you are, kind of the more uh, you can hear it and the more like you have to like really listen to hear it. But the further back, I think you know, we don't hear them being loud and they don't, I mean, we're just kind of, we're kind of, you know, very quiet to them. So, um, but that was like a maybe six or seven top that table that came to see us, which was super cool. But, uh, and it it was just kind of, we were, 
me and Lowe were both a little bit in a funk to this at the start, and we were just trying to, you know, kind of get out of it, but it didn't seem like we... I mean, besides that couple that came and kind of were engaged the whole time, we couldn't really seem... It didn't feel like we were really grabbing anybody until about halfway through. There was a, a, a group of fellas that came. I think it was like three people, and they just were like, this is awesome, you guys are so good, and they just... They were just reciprocating the energy like tenfold. And um, then another table came behind them that was uh, really engaged the whole time. And um, and then that couple was still there. So it was like, and then that table in the back, I think the more they drank, the more they kind of were into it. And it was just like a really fun show after about halfway through. But th- that's kind of the, I think the thing with playing like, you know, a little bit earlier, because it was a 6.30 to 9.30 show. If we would have started at, like, 8, I feel like, you know, we, we probably wouldn't have, probably wouldn't have been the same crowd at all, but it would have, you know, people are a little bit looser at 8 o'clock than they are at, you know, 6, right after they get off work. Just come and have, have some, like, a meal and some beers, you know, you're not really as engaged, I think. I think you're just kind of unwinding more so, so... But uh, it was it was fun. Like I had a really good time, and the the people. There was a guy that said he was an actor from L.A. that like was just vi- like revisiting some old friends in Champagne, and he he really brought up the energy and was like you know clapping after every song and trying to get the crowd the crowd behind us even more into it. And it is it's amazing really how much you know you can be in a funk, and then you have a little bit of just energy on the crowd and it just completely lifts you out of it and um it was just a lot of fun i mean we we just had a blast after that you know we were playing a lot of like 90s covers that they seemed to really enjoy and then throwing our originals in there which they also enjoyed i had some cds got a lot of those out got some stickers out stuff like that and it was just uh and they they paid us the right amount we made a ton in tips so it was like really almost a perfect night i would say and the weather was super nice. It was a little buggy, but, you know, you'll have that in the summertime. So that was the Saturday show. And Sunday I ended up going to Peoria to record more with uh, my buddy that recorded our first album, our first EP and album. And, uh, you know, we got, I got over there around like one. I probably stayed till five. I was working on a song with him called Montauk. And, uh, he he, kind of picked the one that we're, we're working on. It's a little bit slower of a song, but I, I was kind of surprised he picked it since he kind of leans more on the metal side of things. But because um, I played him like fifteen of my new songs, and he was that's the one he picked. But it's been fun. I mean, I had like last last time I went, I recorded the all the acoustic guitars. This time I did all the vocals, and like all the other music is there, but it's not necessarily the final. So I mean. And the vocals I did, we got, you know, kind of generally mixed and kind of cut the way we want it to be, but I'm probably going to have to do some some tweaking on it. I did like 10 takes in a row of the full song, which isn't usually the way I do it, but it was kind of a interesting way of, you know, approaching it. And then in each take, I, you know, kind of tried something a little different. And it's, it's just a different mentality when it's like, you know, you're not because he's not charging us for this song. He's just doing it because I think he's kind of bored, um, and he wants a project to work on and kind of maybe something to show off what he can do. 
so he can charge other people. And, uh, you know, which is super awesome, super nice of him because, you know, recording is so expensive and he can really make it sound like pretty good. So, um, got all the vocals laid down. I think I did like 10 takes on them and we did some, you know, general mixing and, uh, he, he's been mixing and mastering another song for me. So we kind of worked on that a little bit at the beginning, which that one's like almost there as far as done. I, I want it to be done so bad, but there's just like one tiny thing that's bugging me. It's like the thing that was bugging me on the last round that he did. Uh, he he almost he all but eradicated. So like he 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 it's it's very very subtle, but of course in my mind that's like all I can hear when I listen to it. And I mean it's overall not like the best quality recording. I just I don't know. I want it to be as good as it could be, and since I did it on the iPad I might be being a little I might my expectation might be a little bit high but I just want it to not like pop out as being like super lo-fi or I guess lo-fi would kind of be in a good way but like low quality I guess is what I'm saying for the 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 one I'm doing on the iPad so I I want it you know I want it to be different I want it to sound it's very it's a simple song it's all about the lyrics and I you know I there's definitely acoustic guitar a little bit of percussion a little bit of bass but I mean some synths and stuff like that but I I really want the vocals to be like the main thing and like the um, words to really be heard and stuff so that's like right there which I I probably could release it right now but I just am I don't know there's no deadline really so it's like I could just do one more master essentially and then be done with it and then so that that song is like you know 98 percent done and then the one i did that jeff is actually recording for us like the full um mix and everything he's doing tracking and mix and master so that one's starting to take like some real shape because i got the real vocals in there finally because they were from before it was just scratch vocals so i have the real vocals i have the real acoustic just need the bass the congas and the backup vocals and then that one will be done which probably do the bass and congas in one day and then do the backup vocals and mixing hopefully in another day so two more sessions there and i'll probably be done and then monday night i actually recorded at eclipse so for song number three and that song was just like bare bones instrumental, just acoustic mandolin, bass, and drums. And so, you know, we kind of remixed all that stuff and added some percussive elements that weren't quite in there yet, added some synths to that as well. And then I did all the vocals. So, I mean, um, really all we have to do, and it's, it's sound and it's really taken shape as well. So it's like, I feel like finally I've actually like, done something i guess because up until this point you know it hadn't really feel like anything was even close to being done but now i'm like you know on two of them i'm probably one session away from being done and then the third one i'm probably two sessions away so once i get all those done it's just going to be on it's going to feel very very nice and then i can kind of stagger the release releases of them and as singles and then i can start working on maybe another ipad song and I don't know, go from there. But you know, I'm pretty pretty excited about these songs. I mean, they 
they are definitely different. Uh, we, we don't have Blair on any of them because he hasn't really been playing with us much and he doesn't really seem, you know, necessarily. I don't know if he would even want to if I ask him, but, um, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to maybe him playing on the one that Jeff's doing for free. But, uh, again, I, I don't know. I'll probably mention it to him. If he wants to do it, he can do it. If he doesn't, that's fine. It's, it's kind of having a... I mean, and maybe if he doesn't want to do it, I'll just have Jeff. I, I don't think either any of these songs really need, like, a very prominent electric guitar. They're all kind of folky. So, um I mean, I, I obviously love to have any of his input, but, you know, I just want him to want to do it. But uh, anyway, so it's just, it's an exciting time on that front because, um, you know, all those songs are right there. So it's going to, in the next probably two or three months, I'm going to be, you know, actually completing stuff, which is going to feel feel very nice. And then everything else I've been doing has really just been getting ready for the Colorado tour. So... I can't believe that it's a week and a day away. We leave uh, Thursday of next week. We play in Lincoln, Nebraska. Then we play um, Boulder, Colorado, a little town called Grand Lake up in the mountains, which is a really cool-looking place. It, like, has, you know, it's very mountainous, and then it's, like, right on a lake, so it just it looks like a painting, kind of. And then... Sunday we're playing in Fort Collins at Odell Brewing Company, and then Tuesday we are in Evergreen in a place called Little Bear Saloon, the Little Bear Saloon, and uh, we have a few days off. We have Monday and Wednesday off, but Wednesday night we're seeing Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats at Red Rocks, which every time I went to Red Rocks, just like a mind-altering experience for sure. It's like crazy. It looks amazing and sounds amazing, and it's this year, you know, it's it's the first year we went, it was Local Natives, which is a band I really like, but they were kind of just opening for a different band that I'm not as familiar with. And, you know, I it was okay. It just wasn't really my cup of tea necessarily. And then last year, Jason Mraz played during our, the time that we were there. And, I mean, I kind of like some of Jason Mraz's stuff, but both those shows, too, we missed some of because we had... It was like they were both Sunday night shows, and we had shows on Sunday at Odell Brewing Company. So, like after that show, we had to like rush to Red Rocks to try to make it. And you know, we 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 did, but we we missed a lot of the show. And the second, well, the Mirage show, we we probably were there for like the last like eight songs or something. Well, we actually saw a decent amount of local natives, so that, and that, that's a band I like really like. But this year, you know, the main band is Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats, and we don't have anything else going on. So we'll see the whole show, and we'll be kind of the the hard part of the tour will be over. We're, we're staying at a place not far from Red Rocks, and won't be a long drive or anything. So we might go early and just kind of explore Red Rocks a little bit. I don't know. It's just going to be super fun. Can't can't wait to talk to you guys about that and then so next week i am playing or i guess technically this weekend but next week what i'll be talking about on the podcast will be my show friday night in bloomington at cadillac jacks and then saturday night we are over in peoria at oliver's north so and these are kind of we're going to treat these like you know colorado prep shows so 
with the first one we're doing like a full setup me dave and low with my foot foot percussion and um uh dave's full congas and then the second night and the olivers which will be outside so hopefully it'll be a nice day we're gonna do a one mic setup because out in colorado we have the first night we're full setup second night we're uh minus the foot percussion third night that would be Saturday, we're full set up. Sunday, we're full set up. And then Tuesday, we're doing like a one mic, kind of smaller setup. With I think Dave's is going to bring one conga to that show. So this weekend, you know, we're really just trying to... I'm using all the same equipment I'm going to be using out in Colorado and just getting everything ready and having a good good uh, set list to kind of get us ready. So crazy. I can't believe it's next week. But anyway, so that's what I'll be talking about next week. And I'm sure I'll be you know talking more about the Colorado tour stuff because that'll be like the next day essentially from when I record the podcast for this weekend this coming weekend so that's what I'll be talking about next time and thanks for listening as always have a good rest of your week